Hello, and welcome to day eight of A Year of War and Peace. I'm Brett. I'm Logan. And today we are reading volume one, part one, chapter eight. We continue the conversation in the the room. Anna Mikhailovna, the Countess and Count Rostov are entertaining their guest, Maria Kerrigan. And then all of the little children run in. A bunch of the little children. The little kids. The little children. I don't know if this is all of her kids, but it's... It's it's most of the significant ones we get. We introduce, we're introduced to a lot of new young characters. We get Natasha, Sonia are the girls, and then we get Boris and Nikolai are the are the yeah. young well, officer we've, gentlemen. We've, know, we've known Boris. Uh, we've from known proximity, of Boris from proximity. We know Anna Mikhailovna. Sorry. Also, I would like to apologize for my voice. I am recovering from having the flu. Apologize for it. Uh, my deep and sultry voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've heard of Boris. Anna Mikhailovna has been been talking our ear off about Boris. Now we finally and get Prince Vasily's ear. Come on now. And everybody's ear. Everybody. Everybody knows about Boris. He's got to get his kit. He's got to get kitted out. He's got to get kitted up. I wonder if he charges a kit rate on top of his day rate. Dude, I hope so. <laughs> Going to war? You better. Going to war, you better. <coughs> also, the little boy Petya is also here, who is the, I think, the youngest the child youngest. of the Rostovs. Yeah. He's the little the little fat boy that they that That's they so, that's such like a, like, they introduced all the other characters, like the young captain. And the young then officer, the dashing, the dashing charming the officer, d- and then a fat little boy. I'm like, there isn't any, like... There's so many other things that you could use to describe <laughs> him. Aside from that, that's just so brutal. It's just matter of fact. They just didn't give him any other personality <laughs> trait, though. In that sentence, that is this is this is true. Well, that's all there. That's all there really is to Petya. I don't know. I don't, I, know. I don't I, remember Petya that well. I feel like he's just not that important. But I feel like they could have. I don't know if he is. Yeah, he just they could have given him like a more a more fulfilling. Well-rounded introduction. <laughs> I don't remember how old he is exactly. I think he's like single digits still. I think he's like... Oh, like a toddler? He's got to be like... Not like toddler, but like maybe seven-ish, give or take a couple years. I put him in the... in the. It's a pretty broad range, but I put him in the five to nine range. That's what I, that's what I think where, where Petya's sitting around. But I don't know. Out of the 12? Out of the 12 children that Countess Rostov might have had, depending on how many of them are actually still with us given infant mortality rates at the time. Yeah, I fully novel. I fully just thought that she was raising 12 kids. I I don't know, maybe. I don't remember her having a full 12, a whole a full host of 12 a whole kids. Whole roster. Yeah. It's probably it's there's probably I would guess at most she's probably in the 6 to 8 range. Mm-hmm. Cuz I can't imagine. I can't imagine that in 1805 all 12 of those pregnancies went off without a hitch. She was just really good at it. Maybe. Maybe she's she's the goat. She's the greatest, greatest goated, to ever do it. Goated child having. <laughs> Ideal birther. Yeah, this is a short, this is a really short chapter though. Yeah, there's it's like not, two pages not, and there's like four characters, five characters all getting introduced. I don't know that there's, there's it not. Does, a, it does set up some weird character dynamics though, where you have Boris making fun of Natasha's doll Mimi. But is he making fun of her? He's, or is he not, just kinda, he's kinda playing, he's kinda, he's kinda like playing, playing along because she gets mad when the, when Maria Kerrigan, the guest, is like, oh, is that, oh, is that your doll? Who's is that Mimi? your little dolly? And she gets upset. And then Boris is like, oh, yes. Mimi and I, we go way back. I knew her back when she broke her nose and cracked her head open. Dude, that's how I talk about my stuffed animals. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see why not Natasha appreciates it. Yeah. So yeah, Boris, if you hadn't caught on in the chapter, Boris is courting Natasha. They are a, they are they a, are ripe, a romantic, a ripe, a ripe romantic four years apart. 
They are. I don't know how. Does it say exactly how old Natasha is in this chapter? She's 13. She's 13. And Boris is going off to war. So he's got to be at least 17. 17. 17 to 18, probably. So. Yeah. That's real. We get some. We get some. That's there's some pretty really good. There's some pretty decent. good age gaps. In, that's in, in, that's in solid. Yeah. That's like that's a good one to sink your teeth into. <laughs> like, arr, 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 get in there. Get them while they're young. <laughs> he was forming sentient thoughts while she was in the womb. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, Boris is courting Natasha, and we'll soon see that the other pairing. I don't think it's very highlighted in this chapter, but we'll soon see the the other pairing is Sonia and Nikolai. The cousins. The cousins. They are. They are in fact cousins. Hey man, it's a different time. It's a different time. You will, that I that is one of the most. That, that's like, one of the most different timey parts of War and Peace. Is definitely the people, romance. People in love with their cousins and in love with middle schoolers. Yeah, and your middle school cousins. <laughs> and your middle school cousins. That is one of the most. It's a different time aspect. You're in love of with War your cousin. Peace. You're in love with a middle schooler. Or you're in love with your middle school cousin. <laughs> oh my god. Hey man, while you're doing it, you might as well go all the way. That is. That is really, to be frank, it takes me out of the story a little bit. Whenever, when I read like an older book and people are like in love with their cousins. Yeah. Or like the age difference. Do you like don't really know the age difference between the characters and then it's brought up like 50 chapters yeah, into the book. Yeah. And all of a sudden you find out he's like 20 years her senior. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Wait, where did that come it's from? All, it's all over the place. It is. All kinds of like It's jarring. It, jarring it, it and takes it like fully takes me out of the story, which is like it's fine cuz I it's just like the time. Yeah. But it also is like It's really it's really it's really bizarre. And it's it's interesting cuz you mentioned the when uh, we were talking about Princess Liza, the way that they were talked about yeah. her as being so girlish and like the way that they described yeah. her was almost like a like a child. Like she is a child. And then you realize, oh, well, it's because that they were courting well, a bunch of children. And then, yeah, well, time. then you also have literal children. Yeah. But then it's it's weird that they equate her to being like the little princess and being mm-hmm. like a literal child when she's what, in her 20s, late teens? Twenty, Yeah, late teens, 20s. Yeah, I, I mean, she's like she's still young she's not she's not she's not grown right but the difference between being 18 and 13 is is quite astronomical it is but i think that that's like the in terms of like the perception of women it's like the line between childhood and womanhood is a lot is a it's not i don't know if blurred is the right phrase well i I think i think even now like the line but like as a child or at least as a woman, as a child, you spend so much time wanting to be older than you are and act acting older and wanting to grow mm-hmm. up. And then when you become a woman, you want to be a child. Mm. But that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is definitely like a line that is blurred when you are looked upon at a young age as a person who is having grown adult responsibilities and is doing grown adult things like getting married and having children. Yeah. That the line is blurred between womanhood and girlhood. Yeah. Like it is for the characters in the book. Yeah. Like that's that. I don't know. I mean, even Liza only being whatever, seven years older than Natasha Mm -hmm. and having like all these characters are relatively young. Yeah, they are. Even the men, like, they're not nearly as young as the women, but they are, like, in their early 20s. Like, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're they're boys. Like, they're Mm -hmm. not adults at all. 
Yeah, the the rate of maturation is much yeah faster faster for the like entire society. I've here. I feel like I feel like as as society has has gotten older, the rate of maturation has slowed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely because you live longer. You don't have to live as much life in a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see a lot more of that in the next few chapters, as well as throughout the rest of throughout the rest of the book. Because Natasha will be, she'll, she'll be sticking around. She'll be Natasha. one of, she's one of our major characters. <laughs> um, is there anything else that stands out to you in this in this um, chapter? The thing with the doll was the big one, yeah, and I think just doll. how they how they characterize her is like like hiding behind her mother's veil mm-hmm. and like kind of being like this shy kid who even like even for thirteen is acting rather childlike. Yeah. I mean, at 13, I I was emo as hell and didn't want to talk to anyone (laughs) and wore all black and painted my nails black (laughs) and was emo. But I didn't want to talk to anyone in a way that wasn't like, oh, I'm a kid hiding behind my mom's dress. It was in a way that like, God, no one understands me. Oh, I'm just so misunderstood. (laughs) Yeah, it's interest it's interesting that that's paired with the what we were talking about just a second ago with like the everyone's doing such older responsibilities and they're, you know, yeah. being courted and getting married and the boys are going off to war and yet Natasha's like she's like doing things 5 years ahead of her age and acting like 5 years younger, b- younger than It's than almost her age. it it's almost feels like an unintent one of the, another thing that Tolstoy's doing unintentionally where he's like he's showing her youth in an exaggerated way mm-hmm. to be like, look at how young this girl is and the circumstances that she's about to be thrust into. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that was his intention. I think that that just might be how he wrote the character unintentionally. Uh, yeah, which, it, is, it is interesting. Though. Which it works. Like, it, it, I mean, now reading it in the 21st century, it serves an entirely different purpose than it did when it was originally written. Yeah, But it, it gives a new reading to... To the text and to like kind of the thesis of her character almost. Yeah. All that all that in two pages. All that in two pages, baby. And we also get a little bit of an introduction to Nikolai. Yes. A little bit. Uh, we get a description of him. He's a little bit more shy compared to Boris. Boris. Boris kind of rules the room. And Nikolai. Nikolai's shy. He just kind of hangs out. He blushes as he comes into the room, trying to think of something to say and not being able to do so. And then Boris, by contrast, was immediately at ease. He just he just takes over and starts talking to the doll. He's and, a socialite. And he he just, is. Takes after his mother. He starts talking to the doll. <laughs> Maybe if we all started talking to the dolls. We need, we need more dolls to talk Parties to. would be a lot easier. Hey, what am I doing right now? <laughs> rawr, rawr. Talking, talking to the broad. Talking to the, the, the old ball and chain. <laughs> the old doll and chain. <gasps> You're killing it. Hey. Keep, put that in your type five. I will keep it in there. Yeah, I think that's it. It's a two-page chapter. Very, yeah, very, very, very short, short. We very get a bunch of in- introduction of a bunch of new characters, mm-hmm. and we'll get to know them going forward now. Yeah. Rankings. My turn to come up with one. Okay. For even chapters. For even chapters. So I'm going to do, since we introduced to all of them, I'm going to do the Rostov children, Nikolai, or, and, and Boris. The Rostovs okay. and Boris. So we'll do Nikolai, Boris, Petya, Sonia. Oh, who's the niece? All the kids. <laughs> the kids the of girls. the chapter. Boris. Petya, Nikolai, Natasha, and Sonia, and rank them by how close they would sit to the front of the classroom. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. I think sitting front and center is Boris. Oh, okay. 
I just, I actually, no, I take that back. I think that Nikolai would sit close to the front mm. and then Sonia. And then I think Boris, because he would be like popular. He would sit like somewhere like the middle of the classroom. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then I think Natasha, because she's like obsessed with Boris, would sit somewhere around there, but <laughs> wouldn't want to sit directly next to him because she'd like want to prove to herself that he would keep coming back to her. So mm. he'd sit like a, she'd sit like a few feet away mm-hmm. and, and like maybe like two desks over. And then Petya is sitting in the back. Oh, he would. Little fat fuck. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. <laughs> What the fuck? How would you say that about him? I take it back. Good. Retract that statement. He's poor, just a kid. Poor Petya. I feel so bad for him that that was his <laughs> introduction. Maybe we'll get a more a more well rounded character as we as we see Petya's development over the Maybe. course of but, the novel. But 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 front to back, front to back, we got Nikolai, Sonia, Boris, Natasha. I, I think that's a good. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, well, of course I mean, you agree. I, I made the ranking, so obviously I agree. But yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's chapter eight. eight. Chapter ocho. Oh. Whoa. Chapter hachi. I, oh, how do you say chapter in Spanish? Is that not, what did you just say? Chapter. Oh. I just said chapter. Eight.